You're listening to Lee TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. So now we got Walking Dead. This was episode seven. Um, time for After, I think is what it's called. Yeah, named after one of these stupid garbage people. Yeah, the garbage terms. Yeah, I mean, the, that's what they needed me is just a shotgun to the back of the head because I don't know how these garbage <laughs> people are still in the show. <laughs> As we'll huh. talk about. Nothing subtle about that whatsoever. No. Um, I mean, I mean, it's the perfect time for the sound effects if you're talking about garbage <sighs> people. All right. So let's, let's I'm getting past the name and the garbage pail kids. Uh, what, what would you give the, the episode considering what we had to deal with last week? How, how does this one compare or how does it fit in? It fits in right beside <laughs> it, you know. <laughs> Stay yeah, in very, con- very consistent dog shit. I mean, <laughs> I, I got to be honest. I mean, I really. I, Possibly the worst two back-to-back episodes for me. This was a hair better than the last episode, but not much. Okay. Only because this one didn't have, like, glaring, god-awful inconsistency or coincidental situations happening if that made sense yeah. we didn't have a con- we didn't have a garbage truck knock out a speaker truck so blindly and so luckily <laughs> yeah, just, we didn't have something stupid like that i'll okay. give it that i'll give it the, the the coincidences were shaved down in this yes episode. That, that's all this one this episode in my mind was a hair better only because it was a little bit refreshing having a different character uh, be the lead, you know, Eugene being the lead and was Eugene, a little bit, and I enjoyed a, a lot job. of his dialogue yes. and some of his quick whip and all that kind of stuff. So that, that's the reason the episode was better for me. Was it great? Absolutely not. What, you know, but considering what we had to deal with the week before, I was pleased that it was kind of a slight improvement. We went in the same slog we, we, we got in the past. Right. So, uh, so that, that, that was my trying to put a positive spin on the beginning of this. Um, but going right into the episode, I mean, the first thing we deal with is Rick and the hot box and you don't want to go ahead and just knock out Rick's the entire Rick thing. Let's just knock that out. Okay. Yeah, Cause it's basically two scenarios. Yes. Um, <laughs> Rick is in the hot box. Uh, he's in which, uh, how airtight are shipping containers and stuff? They're pretty good. Yeah, like I it was just a little, depends. You know. Okay, I was a little worried about him being alive yeah. after being in a hot box shipping well, container. It's a it's a good thing that you see that they they have holes in it. You know what I mean? To me, that's you know you can look at that two different ways. It's convenient, or it's light, or it's air, whatever yeah. you want to call it. The holes are good, but it would be blistering. Hot it would in be there. blazing because as much as it, considering he gets into a complete body soak, sweat, just getting in an arm wrestle in this show. <laughs> Could you imagine just the body funk that? that's going on with him right now? I yeah. mean, he's Daryl. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, too, is they put him in the worst boxer shorts known to man, <laughs> and they're dry as bone. Kudos to having like the bandage and making it look dirty and old. Kudos to the detail there. The, his scars, his bandages, all that stuff, great. He should have had... Horrific ass crack sweat on these <laughs> boxers. Swamp, swamp ass coming out of the super ass swamp ass, swamp super famunda cheese balls. Mary Jane rotten crotch, <laughs> yeah, and everywhere just down there. Cheese growing everywhere. out of that thing. Yeah, just famunda falling right out of his pants. Just, just <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, she's probably under there with a piece of toast or something oh, getting ready. My God. I'm sorry. Anyway, so when he stands <laughs> up like that, and we have effing art class. <laughs> Again, this is like you said earlier, like the other episode, swing and a miss. This Dude. this is just completely I, baffling well, to me. There, there was a saving grace of this for me. Like if he would have come 
like turn that picture around and it was one of those uh carnival ones where it's like the massive head like the little body and everything i, I would have no, taken that I, I, honestly when they opened the door and she started snapping photos i was like super smart move take a picture of rick show him that you have him captured and send it to negan this was, I, I thought this is exactly what was going to happen. No. No. So I can sculpt you later. No, so I'm sorry. So later I can sculpt you or <laughs> later sculpt you or right. whatever but the whatever. fuck Yoda I, conversation right. they want to have. And also, let's talk about this camera. Okay, tell well, me this. Where well, can you get hmm. this camera? Where can you find these bulbs that are evidently yeah. plentiful? Okay. It's like, I'm oh, going to struggle finding those on Amazon and you I have them in develop where to this. look today. I'm just like, exactly. This is no digital camera. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's I no way. I'm just like, oh, I mean, we're popping bulbs like we're dropping candy at, you know, at I, Halloween. If I mean, they did show a backstory to these clown ass junkyard people, I think it literally would be like an art school survival. <laughs> thing you know there's, what i'm saying no way it's I'm, the college of art it is the, the dump beside it the memphis you know, college of art there. right yeah. there that's what I'm, I'm i'm being serious like this what these people would consist of isn't like a, a small art school that just locked themselves up i refuse oh. to super believe. nerds no you know I, what I, mean? I refuse to believe that they oh, would have made it, it this it far just, that's the only excuse they have for look, being so fucking just, stupid we're we're naked metal sculpting Ugh. we're taking pictures of people in their draws we're we're drawing people. Yeah. I mean, we're. I mean, I mean none just of it makes, makes sense. Just where? What world and spectrum is this even necessary to bring into this? Is this it, is the worst, the worst filler they've ever thrown into episodes. Filler, the filler is what it is. Yeah. So that you know, like just make them cannon fodder. At Let's this just point. keep saying after, after. So then they close the door on Rick. Okay, so. Pretty much the entire episode goes through, and we get towards the end, and they open the door back up to basically we're gonna have tied up Rick, where I'm not really understanding what our goal our, is. The, here. Our goal here is is like was this Walker brought out to scare him to show him this is the new version, yeah, the of one that has metalhead and spikes on it. Was this to kill him? This was to kill Rick. Okay, well, see, I was confused because at no time was I concerned for his safety. Whatsoever. Uh, no. And why the rigmarole of bringing out this walker? Shoot him in the head. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if your goal is to kill him, this is simple. Rick, bang. Rick, easily, to our knowledge, the most dangerous person that they've ever had in their camp. And, and we know he's dangerous, and all he said is, I'm going to kill you. This is what I'm getting at. Like, it it makes no sense. It, that's why I was saying, like, you say clearly that the goal was to kill him. To me, I was like... I thought it was to show off a new walker, and he took yeah. advantage of it. I mean, literally, that's what I thought. I never once thought for a second that, that he was just going to be food for this walker. No, of course not. So it's like we've put we've created this just super stupid situation without any stakes whatsoever <laughs> until yeah. the st- only stakes is that he's obviously going to turn this around in his favor, which he does. And, they, you know, it's like, well, how can we put his – uh, walker on a stick and tear a head off and stuff. Once again, where can we get this cool thing and shoehorn it into some yeah. filler? I mean, that had to be it because otherwise you throw them back in the pit and you just keep feeding walkers uh, one by uh, one. Like, All right. Now, the whole deal where he's able to get away from one guy using his elbow, undo his ropes, 
Well, no, because I think pot. he kept his hands tied. Never, his yeah, that's right. Tied. But he's able to get to the get to the stick of this walker, right? And I do like the the fighting with him grabbing the stick looked plausible to me. I do like this considering these guys didn't have weapons. It's two guys, Rick and the stick and the walker. Which I, I was okay with that. As soon as we pull the head off and we drop it, where the the jadis or whatever like that pulls up the anaconda within inches of him. He's able to move his head. She fires. She fires again. He's able to get the gun away, get her on the ground. Okay. And, you know, with her head right next to the walker's head. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we're surrounded by 18 guys with AK-47s and so on. While you're standing there, not like you have a pistol against her head. No. You just have her in a pin with her face right next to a walker. You and shoot him. You, yeah. Uh, Bang! A thousand times. Even if you just kill her, oh well. Like at this point, no. I mean, like, well, no, I know they wouldn't have he's to. He's standing but. broadside. One guy could walk up and go. Game over. Appreciate it, Rick. Yeah. This is another no scene sense. that was like, what? And then, then he's negotiating. Which also, he was the worst negotiator until she opened up her mouth. But uh, I'm just like, how are your negotiating tactics? I'm going to kill you. You know, come back and take everything. I, I, I swear there has to be somebody who's watched this. It's a part of, who is an executive producer that looks at this and goes, we have dug our hole so deep that it's impossible to get out with this god-awful plot line of characters. There has to be somebody that goes, really? Yeah. Like, I how mean, is like, nobody- somebody could walk up to Rick and put a knife into him. And you don't even have to waste a bullet in the position he's in with her. But what... What changed from her saying no about to feed him to a walker to the point where now she wants to negotiate? Yeah, there what was changed? no change. There was okay, so they should have shot him while he was holding her down next to the walker head. No worries. She'll just skedaddle out of the way. No big deal. But then once he lets her up, she should be like, gun, and then just shoot him again. <laughs> no, it's, it's Tony Matonia. I won't shoot you. You shoot that son of a bitch right there. You know, bam. You know what I mean? This makes no sense. It doesn't. Rick has done nothing, has no upper hand to show in this scenario, yet all of a sudden she's willing to negotiate now. Guys, this, this is just utter dumpster fire to me. It's dog shit. Because the bottom line is, if Zach Walker was brought out to kill him, what has changed now? That walker Nothing. was brought to kill him. Yeah, if it, that was brought to kill him, then somebody should have shot his ass when he was holding her down. And when he stood up and she stepped back, somebody should have shot his ass. She should have shot his ass. He should be dead. Like The only thing that could have possibly changed was he somehow got more dangerous. Like We got more reasons to want to kill Rick. Not anything less than negotiate. Was, uh, atrocious. Atrocious. Like yeah. said, it's, it's the biggest swing and a miss it's an insult that they're still feeding this to To create this group and incorporate it with the, with the way it communicates, the way it talks, the way it incorporates itself, its lifestyle, the whole nine yards. It is completely, completely asinine and adds no character. It adds no depth. It is pure, god-awful filler. No, unfortunately, it does add characters. Characters we could give a shit about and would rather not be on the screen. We have too many characters. Right. And now they got these characters that we could give two shits, don't want to see them, but we have to waste all this time with them. They don't, it's, uh, how do they feel like they don't have enough story to fill all these episodes? They have plenty of story they can tell. 
And the fact of the matter here is, is this was episode seven. Yeah. And guess how far we've got in all out war. You know what I mean? The, we're, we're like a couple days, what, maybe three days into this? But the first couple days, or the first couple episodes, they had already trapped Negan inside, inside the building. Yeah. The rest of this time, the rest of these, what, five episodes have been just slogging through, you know, fluff. Fluff, 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 fluff. Okay. I'll say the last little part. At the end, because what Rick can, you know, by the suddenly they're all comrades, and you know he yeah. goes back to the compound. Okay, we'll say that at the end. But so the, the really the focus here is is that Eugene kind of it's Eugene storyline, and then you have like Daryl Michonne and all them storyline, and so Eugene is the biggest part of this whole deal. Yes, you know he's definitely, definitely. the lead of the whole nine yards. <sighs> And you see the opening scene with him is is that he pulls this piece of paper out, this pad out, and he goes, what I know, what I don't know. What I know I don't know. What I know I don't know, and you know, and that stuff. Um, and from that, he formulates immediately that, that Dwight, Dwight is the bad guy. Fantastic. You know, perfect, perfectly plausible. We gave it to the right character. Loved it. And then goes and confronts it. Like, I mean, it's a perfect Eugene move. It's like, I've thought this out. I know it. How could this go wrong? And there's about a hundred different ways he didn't expect Dwight that he could have, like, retaliated against him and prevented it. But Dwight never really acted do, on that. Do we feel like we should have seen a little bit more of him figuring it out instead of just a sudden no, boom, here no. it is? He actually, that's how he does Like He actually figured it out before he made this list. He figured out when he touched the wet paint. And he, it was the same thing that was on the bag when they had the meeting with Negan. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's when he figured out that Dwight was the guy that's double crossing. When he came in to make the notes and stuff like that, I think he had an intention of like deciding where he was going to go with his information he knew. And then that's why he just kind of threw it to the side and just decided to go confront Dwight confront about it. Yeah. All right. All of us, I think, can agree that we enjoy Eugene on the screen. Yes. Like, we enjoy how they write for him and all that stuff. The only concern I had with Eugene this episode, because I like it being Eugene-centric. I I agree with you. I thought that was, you know, a good call to bring in something like that, a little more fresh. But they played really fast and loose with his emotions. They did. And, like, what side he's actually taking. Yeah, because to me, it, it seemed like he flip-flopped within the oh, entire episode. Like... At least three times. Th- three, di- Yeah, three different times back and forth. I don't think he necessarily flip-flopped as much as just thought about it. Uh, I think he was sticking to with me, Negan the whole time. To me, him not telling on Dwight yeah. shows loyalty. And then you see him when he turns around and makes the decision... You know, when he's talking to Gabriel, was mm-hmm. the time that you saw him make a determination that he's the opposite way. And then... The, but then he comes back and yells at Gabriel. Right. And then yeah. you see him make the decision that he's going to do the flyer. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, there's at least two, three key things where he makes a statement with that either is, what he says or does that shows loyalty to something. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, he's always sticking with Negan and everything. He says, I am Negan. Like you said, he talked to Gabriel and all that. 
but like he's leaving all these little breadcrumbs just in case because he's a survivor. He wants to be able to – in case somehow Negan loses in Well, his he's playing the gray area of I got to do what's best for me in the moment to survive. I can't have allegiance yeah. to anything. He's worrying about gets right, me through it. He's like he's worrying right now with like 2% worried about the future, and I think that's why he hasn't necessarily – Well, I mean that last part is where it really confused me the most. You know, when he could have given up Dwight yeah. and had like – been lifted on high, you know what I'm saying? That was a good opportunity for him. But like Cash is saying, I feel like he does still have one foot hanging on the, you know, if he's walking the fence, you know what I'm saying? Negan on this side, Rick on this side. He's playing it up for Negan, and then he's not totally devastating Dwight, which keeps him in Rick's graces too, you know what I mean? Because it's just like, what what is left of the Savior's compound? You know, it's like, maybe it's like, maybe this isn't where I want to be at You the know what angle. I think? Just throwing this out there, I don't think he has the balls to be responsible for death. Think about a single time that he's responsible for a person's death. Like, he had to shoot to kill something? Yeah. Or he made a decision that got somebody, you know, like that, like he was responsible. I think as soon as he saw Dwight in that scene, he couldn't muster saying it because he knows that he would be responsible for his death. So if Dwight doesn't walk in, do you if think Dwight he tells doesn't him? walk in, I think he tells him, but he can't look him in the eye and know that he was the reason and say that to him. I, I just got a perception no, from I'm, that. I kind of like what you're saying because I just don't think. I think about times when he's been in a situation where he had to do something. He I can freezes. only ever think of one time. I think he was in a warehouse one time where he made a decision to go in and save somebody, and he dropped like four or five walkers. Well, it was Abraham to carry, wasn't it? to carry somebody out. Remember that he was like trying to prove a point to Abraham no, that his services. It was the the mayor's son. He was in there. They remember where he dies. He gets stuck on the pole. She yep. goes in and saves Tara, or no? He goes back and saves Tara's life. Right. And he carries her out. Right. And he kills like four or five walkers. I'm Correct. just saying, Tara's in the area. He magically is able this to is kill. True. His accuracy went clean up. We, I mean, we, we can't really. But give you, know, to him. you see what I'm saying? There's no you know, killing of a live person. He's never been in that situation. So I think it, it could be that too. Okay. I agree with you. But the balls thing takes a little bit of a left turn when he decides to continue with the flying. Now, see, drone. that right there, he's making a decision to save human lives. Yes. No, I know, but he's also a huge chicken shit coward. Right. For him to say, you'll just have to shoot me in the back, that's totally out of character. It was. For, for him, him to gamble his life exactly for that was way out of his point. It was way out of his purview. You literally see what he says next scene is him yelling at Gabriel. I've made I, a choice. It's in my DNA, you know what I mean? Like it, I, yeah. I, I've been evolved this way i will do whatever choice keeps me alive you know what i'm saying so it's like, like he Negan be damn rick speech. be damn didn't matter right you know what i'm saying so it's like and you know at first he's very altruistic you know you, you hate that he's like on negan's side but he is trying to keep the 99 percent safe mm-hmm. so right. it's like okay cool he has positive goals even though some of the things he does i don't know some of my favorite lines though i mean like you know, everything's like, you know, I'm I'm Negan, I'm a savior, da 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 da, da but I'm gonna keep you on the QT. You yeah, know, or I'm a, yeah. or I'm not gonna uh, a Judasness or uh somebody's uh, you look like potato shit casserole <laughs> or uh, I mean there was so many. I, I stay in my lane so I stay vertical. The rest of y'all end up horizontal. You know, yeah. I mean, I was yeah. like, <laughs> he's like, I'm seeing twenty and twenty, and then he was like, ten and ten. I'm ten and ten. Yeah. Uh, I'm ten for ten. Yeah. 
I got five on five or something like that. I was just like, I was like what do you even nonstop, say, dude? Keep, keep it going. I know it, man. And so the the things about Eugene that bothered me is when you see a guy who, you know, borderline, I mean, not as a negative. I mean, the guy has a personality like he's not antisocial, but you can definitely tell he has issues social. Like somebody who has autism, I would say antisocial words. You know, or autistic. What do you want to call Aspergers? Basically, something of that nature. One is something on the spectrum, and so it it really the whole scenes of him like cracking and like losing it, or like when he's drinking the wine and he's not drinking the wine and grabbing his hair and pulling it stuff. You know. Is this a man who's torn with his decisions, or he's cracking under pressure, or is a contributor? Like I was a little confused about what they were trying, what messages they're trying to send when he's doing this. Hey, I thought it was just a man breaking in the middle of a Walker apocalypse who just wasn't mentally prepared for this. I mean, no, I, I, I think you're both right in a way. Okay, because I feel like he is cracking under the pressure because he's fighting his basic instinct which is to run and do hide. whatever he has to do to stay alive. So every minute he's not ratting Dwight out, he's fighting his instinct. You know I what I'm saying? I so I, I feel like that's literally him fighting with himself, like trying not to, you know, I don't know. I mean, like just, you see you see how he is when he yelled at Gabriel. That's mm-hmm. his true self. Right. You know what I mean? But when he actually doesn't give up Dwight at the end and you see him sitting down crying, and stuff like that. I mean, uh, that's him completely fighting that. What he just screamed at Gabriel. You know? Correct. So it's like, yeah, uh, I think uh, it fit a little bit. Like I said, they just played really fast and loose with it, to where you could easily get confused. Yes, uh, that's what I was saying. Like when we say he flip flops so many times, yeah. you know, you're like, okay, which is this? Is this good Gabriel? Bad Gabriel? Good Gabriel? Bottom line is, by the end of the episode, I end up not liking Gabriel more. You know, like I You're just talking about like, Eugene or Gabriel. I'm sorry, Eugene. I was like, like Eugene. I mean, Eugene is what I mean. Eugene was getting to the point where now I was like, just kill this motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, just like he's gone full Negan and everything. Uh, I mean, else. he's completely betrayed us. At yeah, this point. and to which goes against everything in the comic book, and I just which is baffling to me that they've created this remix like they have. And I, and I hate to say that I feel like they're setting up a very cliche. He becomes the savior to the group. That's how he earns his respect back into Rick's, you know, culmination later. Yeah. And I just think that's like a huge cliche, you know, I mean, like when all is lost, all of a sudden Eugene does something to save his old friends, his old riding buddies, you know, as he puts it, you know. But I mean, they painted that very heavily in this episode, I feel like. But I mean, also, can we lose Eugene? Like, I mean, realistically, can we? Uh, if you're a comic book reader, no. And I, we haven't introduced anyone nearly as smart or as innovative as he well, is. Well, they brought up a really big deal about the whole bullet making. Yes. That's a huge, 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 huge deal. And we found that out exactly a season ago, correct? Yeah. Which it has never yeah, been addressed or issued yeah. because it looks like they have infinite ammo ever since yeah, the episode It's been a started. legit full season since Eugene got kidnapped and has been with the Saviors. Yeah, the ammo, the am- put it was this way, the ammo captured. was uh, an issue and brought up when Abraham was still alive. Yes. I mean, but like that tells whole, you anything. But the Denise whole, was still alive. But the whole reason Eugene was here was to make bullets. And it took us a legit season for it to even be brought back up. Yeah. Um, That's how much filler we've gone through. I know it. 
I know it. You know, it's a lot of foreshadowing in this one. So let's talk about him. All right. He goes down here and with his little headlamp into storage, finds the casket, a little bit of throwback, mm-hmm. get a little flash of Sasha coming out. Okay. And he opens it up and he finds the iPod. Now, are we to believe he went down there to find this iPod? Was that what his goal was? I have no idea. Or was he just searching for materials and this happened to come along? Yeah, I thought he was searching for a speaker of some kind. Well, he takes the boombox apart Mm -hmm. and he has a speaker. And so we see that before he goes down there. I just thought he was looking for some kind of parts. Yeah, to me, he was looking for materials to create something. The speaker was the big clue. There you go. In the uh, good old iPod Generation 2 Mini. Shout out to them. Yeah. Yeah. So... Cool little callback. I thought that was neat like that and so on. So then the very next scene, he has created some kind of like hang glider. It's a glider with this a motor. A drone. This yeah. is a, 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 a RC plane. Yeah, it's an RC plane. Um, but All right, I hope this was a kit they found somewhere. You know what I mean? So you could just throw this, didn't just throw this together. Because, I mean, there's some things on here that would require... Bottom line, what he Finding. Did, if this was built like from scratch, mm-hmm. this was an all day build. Yes, finding materials, cutting New. them, piecing yeah. these things together. Because there's no way you're getting a propeller. There's no propeller for you. All that was was a fan. And see, a fan doesn't generate enough, enough revolutions yeah. to have this. No, but that's what I'm saying. This you, whole concept is completely a farce. No, if you like I said, if you look at it, it, this is what an RC plane looks like. That's a small electric motor on the front, with the with the prop on it. That's all fine. I wish they had shown him when they went down there. Find the the RC plane box, not the radio. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you find that, that would make more sense to me than finding the iPod. It gives it more plausibility than him just miraculously having this giant glider. Exactly. Because let me tell you something else about this. When those RC planes that, that, that look like that shape and like mm-hmm. that, those things move. Like it ain't no flutter through no, the air. This I, thing is I even got on YouTube and just hooked up a couple of them talking about RC planes like he's talking about. I'm talking about those things. I mean, they're <laughs> moving. Because that propeller is moving so fast you can't already see it. And that thing is just, I mean, taking off. So the whole scene of it going. Just kind of like puttering like out there. Fluttering. Enough time for them to have a conversation. Dwight to pull the gun down. Think about it. Think about it longer. And then lean over and shoot five times. That plane would have been on the other side of the parking lot. <laughs> Morgan would be picking it up by now over there. Which, you know what I mean? Which also, Dwight can shoot this crossbow like he is in the Olympics. And he misses this glider, what, three times, I think, before he even hits it? I mean, like, we, we've well, talked. it's actually more of a ridiculous thing that he would be able to hit this thing out of the air. Yeah, to me, like, just hitting it. To hitting with it. With a pistol is without, the most even, yeah, without <laughs> even, like, aiming. He's just like, bam, 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 Yeah, it wasn't like I he got into the, into it. to the weaver stance, you know what I mean? Was, like, really shooting down the sights or nothing like that. He was still one-arming that thing and blew it out of the sky. I'm like, nah. Fair, but See, like, to me, if they have all their questions, he struggles to shoot Eugene. Eugene pushes the button, and then he just leans down and shoots it right before it gets off the edge of the plane, off the building. Mm-hmm. So much more plausible. Super much more plausible. Instead of it going out there and going, wah, wah, no, it's just kind of floating around. And, you know. This is just an opportunity to start playing some more Eugene-style music. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, oh. it didn't look good. The CG looked bad. 
It did. From the plane Plus, flying. It, it didn't look like a kit because it had rulers as supports for the uh, wings. It had, it I mean, did you see? I mean, like it stuff. had some things on it. There was it some just, randomness about it. Very the, random. I mean, it, and the lines on it. I mean, like if this wasn't a kit, who in the hell spent the time to draw the red and white stripes and all no, that? You know, that's the thing with these little RC gliders and stuff like that, and these planes. That motor and stuff is built just to carry its own battery pack and its own weight. You can't add anything to them. No. They won't leave the ground. I mean, it's like they, they didn't think the logistics do, or they just basically are just like the Who audience cares? is, you know, dumb We're enough not to sheep. care. We're yeah. all yeah. sheep. That's the so, bottom line. You know, you know, it's unfortunate. The only reason I know about this stuff is because of my brother-in-law. I mean, he, this is what he does. He's a hobbyist. He flies these planes and stuff. So I know a lot more about it than I would normally know. And it, it's just false. I mean, it just wouldn't happen. That iPod, Those we remember heavy. the things. Yeah. They're yeah. heavy. Yeah. The bottom line is, as soon as a plane leaves the edge of the building, it would have nosedived. 100%. It, it would have just gone right into the walkers. And they could have had a little sound right there. There we go. We should have been know? playing uh, the torture song <laughs> all the way through. But Okay. I don't know. All right, why does Dwight not kill him? That I don't have a good reason for. Because he would have to explain it, what I think. I mean, that you just kick him off the thing. I mean, if you're willing to shoot your gun five times, yeah, you, you then you're you're completely okay with pulling the trigger one time to kill Eugene. Yeah, and be like, all right, what happened out there? Well, I, I killed one. Eugene was the traitor. Yeah, Eugene, he confessed yeah. to me, and, and I shot his ass, and he went right off the edge. You know, you know Negan's going to question you and hate you for a while, but after a good bit, you can get yeah. back in the good graces. Or the war's already I mean, it's over. It's risky no matter what, but to me, having a live liability versus yeah. a dead liability, mm, I'm going to go with the dead liability. <laughs> like Two people can keep a secret if I one think, of you's dead. I think the only reason he didn't shoot him was because he didn't immediately turn Dwight in when he knew. I like Almost like Dwight owes him one, you know what I'm saying? Because he, I mean, that was the beginning of the episode. He goes into Dwight's room, confronts QT, him. He, he tells him, you know, I'll keep your shit secret as long as you don't do anything to affect these people in here. You know what I mean? So it's like... But Dwight immediately knows he's going to be doing that. And so there isn't really any reason to not... I know, but I still feel like he, he, he owes him one yeah. for not immediately turning him in. I can see that. you know, yeah. I like <laughs> Dwight's, that Dwight's getting the furnace. I, I like that you're fighting for it, but I mean, there's just... I can't think of a lot. Yeah, I gotta reason. try to come up with something decent to talk about these yeah, episodes. Yeah, I mean the writers didn't give us anything. Yeah, it gets it. tiresome chainsawing every single episode <laughs> of this dumpster fire show. All right, so there's a couple scenes with Eugene and Negan, and Negan's complimenting the crap out of him, and he goes, "Man, you got you know, it's like a, it's like a sponge between them ears, and your you know, or that eyes and that hair, and blah blah blah, and da da da." And then the infamous handshake. This he in no shape, way, or form. Is he going in for a handshake? Like that's like the queen. Like it kiss was my like hand. whenever you show, you know, top hand forward. Yeah, that, that's why I thought. It, that I if thought I you can't see the right your thing. fucking thumb, you know, I guess I mean to post a kiss a knuckle. Yeah, you know, and you're in the position that of power. Was no handshake. No. Yeah, that's one of those like come in bro handshakes. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, man. You know what I mean? Where they got it twisted up and like that. I'm like nah, bro. But also, <laughs> Eugene, you guys stand up. You can't you can't try to shake another man's hand sitting down. <sighs> but, but the, the whole kiss scene. the ring thing was pretty. I, I didn't have a problem. I thought it was pretty fu- pretty funny. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, but I mean, it's just yeah. like in no shape or way or form was he going for a handshake? Yeah, no. I mean, they set it up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, he, he was saying he, he, he set him up. There, there ain't no doubt about that. But he's smiling at him for a reason. 
you know what I mean? He's manipulating Eugene. Oh, yeah. Big time. Because he knows that hit him where it hurts. Stroking his ego. Oh, yeah. Well, he knows that Rick doesn't treat Eugene as an equal. Correct. So How does it, it feel to be number two around here? Yeah, you know? so he knows as long as he does that, you know, I mean, he's like, if he's not a second-rate citizen, Eugene loves that power, loves that, mm-hmm. you know, inside scoop and stuff like that. So yeah. we've all known people like this, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just thrive in this just situation. climbers, yes. what we call them, you know yep. what I mean? I, I 100% agree. And are we worried about Simon at all? Like, no, he's had I, a bad rap the last few episodes. I'm, I'm going to say Simon has been left out of the episode as purely as a budgetary situation. Because, okay. I mean, plus it wouldn't surprise me that he's in timeout right now <laughs> for what <laughs> for, for what happened yeah. last couple episodes. You know, what I mean? yeah. Um, we still got no conclusion on Gabriel other than he has an infection that's in shutting his organs down. We got no. I think he they was said, bit. We got no. I think it was from the blood, from putting all of the Walker blood on him. Now this would be the first time we've. I'm seen. I'm sorry, Rick has been covered in more Walker blood than any other individual in the yes. show, and with no protection. Just fine. I mean, and there was, was a saying. scene when Shane was alive in season two where it was like somebody du- dumped a bucket of blood in and his into his face, eyes, mouth, everything like that. No, remember he had to actually push his hand. Through a walker's face yeah. to kill it, remember? And it was just goo and guts just pouring on his face and I stuff. I mean, like, he was spitting up. Uh, I mean, like, so for no. them to say that he got ill from rubbing contamination, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't complete make sense. rubbish. Well, and on Fear the Walking Dead, we've seen the attic kid bathe in walker no. blood. I mean, like. No, this was horseshit, dude. Because the thing is, Negan literally says, anybody ever get sick from this? And then they put it on, and all of a sudden, Gabriel's full-blown dying over here. Yeah, I mean, like, he's got yellow face. The makeup is so thick on his face that it's, like, turning him gold bronzy. Uh, And I'm just like, really? And And for no reason. All this stuff doesn't just happen so fast like this, either. I mean, he gets the stuff on him. By the next day, he's sweating to death in that box. You know, he's gone to reach He's he's an organ shutdown. Yeah, by the next day, I I just man, the way they shoehorn stuff in is just so silly to me on this show. I'll never understand the decisions they make. They have, I mean, they have an awesome source material to go by that that has a massive following, right? Yeah, and guess what. The source material doesn't have any of these continuity issues or these completely bogus shoe-ins, like you say. Right, but and I'm okay with remixes and stuff like that. But don't take something plausible and make it shitty. Yeah, or don't wait seven seasons to introduce this possibility. Yeah, I'm just... Oh. Oh. I don't know. I'm confused constantly and just let down constantly with decisions they make. I... I I'm just floored by it. These are the people that get paid all this money to make these shows. This show in particular makes just truckloads of money. Yeah. Truckloads of money. So it's not a budget issue. They could get the best talent to to write, direct, act, whatever they want in this show. No one would scoff at it. They'd be like, hell yeah, I'd love to work on that show. We've talked to one yeah. on this podcast who had a great episode. It's She's not the only talented human being on this yeah, thing. Yeah, it is possible. So it's like, 
why do we keep making these same errors constantly? I mean, we have to, something has to give. You went from 11 and a half million to like seven point something million. When you and drop 4 million viewers and you're having thing. the worst viewer turnout of an entire season, they need to look at it and go, what went wrong? Let's reevaluate this season. And then they'll realize this dumpster fire that has been coming through here. This season has been so bad. It's so unfortunate. And I, I tell you what, it probably hasn't been as bad as I think it has been. But these past two have really drug it through the mud. Yeah, there's no doubt. And and it's unfortunate to hear at the end of this episode the advertisement for the finale is. Yeah, that's what it's coming. That, oh man! Wait yeah. to see it's, what everyone will be talking about at the end of this episode. I'm just like, I'd rather not. Like, I'd rather be talking about it right now. But I mean, y'all, that's, what that's that's the mo now. Let's not, wait until the midseason finale or the end of the season before we get something that's talk worthy. Yeah, but I mean, you can't just keep giving us four episodes a season. It's like the same game plan. We, we're going to muddle through a season. Maybe we'll have one ep, one seat, one episode that's like, wow, cool, da 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 da, and then the midseason finale, and then the finale. Let's do something. It's you, and guess what? It always is a major death, or something that's just completely off the wall, or a cliffhanger to a major death. Right. right? I mean, and that's there pretty much all we have. That's what it is. We we've gotten so far away from the whole. Like, I remember when Chad Coleman died, which was completely generic, but it was just a random episode. You know what I mean? He walks in the room, he freezes, a guy bites his arm, he dies from blood loss, they bury him. Yep. I mean, like, one of your biggest, most formidable foes, you know, the entire show, in an episode, disappears. But do you remember how well they handled that? Whether you see the car going down the road, and then all of a sudden the brake lights light just, up, yeah. and they have to pull him out of the car, right. and he dies on the street. Yeah. I'm like, man, that felt... It was like real really holistic. cool you know what i mean like it was really well done you know the way they were doing the sun and the like you know the lights kind of closing in on them and stuff like that and everybody's overshadowing him and it's like man just remember season one and the story and season two which was slow but there was a story yeah. and then this season i feel like it's just this jumbled up mess yeah i mean shane died mid-season the big big character, Dale died in the middle of it. Didn't you didn't have to wait until midseason finale? You didn't have to wait until the very end. No, like you would just you drop sh- it off, and then you would trust your writers right. to still be able I to mean, think about when the barn was burning. I mean, like they're running around shooting walkers. People are in fear, and there's death. I mean, like all that stuff. Even when they're at the prison, you know. I mean, just one thing after another. Things were spontaneous. Yes. Everything was on your toes. I mean, still, like I said before, like the the episode where Lori dies, T-Dog dies. People, there's just death, destruction. Carl has to shoot his own mother. I mean, like, where is an episode like that we've seen in a long time? Where we- they're just completely blown away by what's going on. Instead, it's, hey, I think we can come up with a really cool spectacle. Let's don't worry about how we get to it. We haven't really worried about resources at all in the past season. Like, yeah. yeah, it was a big issue last year and something we don't probably want to see every episode, but that's the realism of what they're going on in right well, now. Well, this, let's, let's lead this right into Daryl's plan. Okay, Jake called it right last episode. He sat there and goes, you know what, Michonne, there's no way Michonne agrees or signs off with anything. But guess what? We get there. And this whole thing, which we were already like, okay, this oh, is complete no. bullcrap. But then, then all of a sudden, Morgan's not out clearing. Morgan's no. just a sniper in a building. Where'd the hell did that come from? Couldn't tell you. Whatever. I'm, I was actually happy he was up there. 
Right, but it's just like oh, and by the uh, way, earlier, he's just walking away in the yeah. woods. I can't be a part of this. Who gave him the but command? He can't be a part of it, but he decides to go be a sniper in a building and tells nobody. Oh, and, and that's the like, thing. He's not supposed to be a sniper up there. It doesn't look like he's just up there on his own. You know, own free will. Yeah, yeah. But he's got cars, a sniper rifle with a silencer, a radio, yep. radio. A radio. Evidently, he's in great communication and command and he's stuff like that. But he's this got is like the, the guy who yeah. says, "I can't do this." And he's like at the front door, like the main thing. It's like, uh, what the? Well, he didn't. He couldn't be a part of what Jesus was doing. Fine, understandable. I was happy with that because yeah. if he, good ha- call, yeah. How, <laughs> you know, bravo, yeah. You got bravo. Out. How he wasn't killing that long-haired redneck is beyond me. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So okay, so go to the other side of the plan. Perfect. All it would have taken was uh, two minutes of screen time to show you what he was doing. And that would have made more sense. Hmm. Whatever. He's up there. He's a sniper. Biggest surprise of this? Rosita being the first one to back out. Yeah. The voice of reason, Rosita. Rosita. Mrs. uh, Go in, shoot, ask some questions later. Decides to say no. Well, she makes a great point. This was actually decent writing here where she's like, we wait, we can get the same result. Mm -hmm. Or we can go in and risk our lives for the same result. They did this same thing, remember? This was this was her and Sasha last season mm-hmm. when they decided to go gung ho in to try to get Eugene and stuff like that. Leroy Jenkins is pretty much what she yeah. did run it. <laughs> yeah. and it, yeah. exactly. it went about as well as Leroy Jenkins. Uh, yeah. So Rosita, just like she said in this one, I wish I'd have known before Sasha had to come out of that casket. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like can't be a part of this. Good deal. And then Michonne, of course, stays. Tell me any of y'all, did y'all have any of a split second to think that Michonne was going to stay in the truck? Nope. Nope. I mean, not at all. I mean, it's like, why once you said are the other we day, even doing this? Sense. Yeah. Once you said the other day, I was just like, yeah, Jake's absolutely right. If she goes with this plan, it's another complete farce. It, yeah. yeah. So I'm saying if she goes with it, it's even more bullshit. Yeah. There's no way. And then Rosita's even sitting there saying, why aren't we waiting until Rick's yeah. plan's over with? And they're like, you believe in the plan? I believe in Rick. Like, that is the only thing that you should have right. to say. And that is a great line and a line that is used in the comic book a lot. Yeah. And I was very happy they used it as a callback. Yeah, it was a beautiful, like, perfectly yeah. laid out and everything. But it's, right? but it's almost unnecessary. The plan is working. Yeah. You can literally look at it. Like Rick it's says, 20, 20 deep surrounding this compound with walkers. There's snipers all around the building. Keep an eye out. What is not going in their favor? The only thing that's gone wrong is the kingdom people getting shot to shit. Yes. That's it. But even Ezekiel and Carol are still alive. Right. Of course. So it's like, okay, y'all lost like 20 people. That sucks. But dude, the plan is still still going. Let's evaluate Daryl's idea and plan. Okay. So their rationale is that we're going to drive this garbage truck into the building to create a hole for walkers to be able to get in. And kill it from the inside. Yeah, flood They him. thought about it. And he's been there, so he knows the layout. And he knows exactly where to hit in the building. So it's going to hit your main people and not your workers. And the workers will have no choice but to flee in another area and so on. So that's the plan, okay? This is thin. To me, when you, break a, when you blow a hole into the side of a building, I don't see a lot of room to get between the sides of the truck. No, you're, so you're hoping that, I mean, the truck goes clean through. That was my thing was I was surprised that it didn't make the truck go all the way through the to wall. To me as well. I yeah. thought you were supposed to go all the way through. Because so that was the be first thing I thought. gaping hole. When it first hits the wall and it's sitting there, 
there's not enough room for anybody to get beside it. No. That thing is pried in a little bit so people can walk to the point where they could almost walk broadsided broadsided through the gap and i was yeah, like like the hole doesn't match yeah. the truck creating it i'm gonna be honest i was waiting for an explosion or something that i just thought they left out because those are my thoughts how is this going to create a big enough hole for exactly yeah, yeah it was too thin and not only that the, what space they did have there the the enormous influx of yeah. walkers to get in there single file line one walker right, falls you know <laughs> you're up first larry you know all right yeah. you're next i'm come come on, right behind you da, 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 come on james come on go. like come on give me a break and, and like if you they don't, were smart they were just like right when the first one you know, first kill the first one yeah. plugs the hole it's like stab a stake right <laughs> through it and make it stuck there you know what I mean? And then nobody can get through. It's just like the stairs. As soon as you pile a few bodies right there, it's stuck. Like, problem solved. The idea that somebody stands there long enough shooting a gun for a walker to get up beside it to gnaw its neck off. Oh, is, my God. It just absolutely blows my mind. This that See, this is the crap that kills something. So, how we fix this? The truck blows completely through it. Yeah. So, you have a 10-foot wide hole. Completely plausible. Cool. Then that you have an actual... Deluge yeah, of you have walkers. a flood, twenty deep, coming in in waves. Why? So yeah, guess what? You can shoot the mass, and they'll be able to get and continue to move forward. Having a single file line over here and a single file line over here, five guys shooting, you ju- you just create a wall of bodies. It would look yeah. like three hundred. You just over did there. them a favor, yeah, like, because you funneled them. You made their numbers worthless. Right. And I mean, just so that whole, that whole scenario is off. So then, once you've got so many in there. People who stand still to get bitten by walkers, this just completely... You can't tell me that you get so disoriented from gunfire that you don't realize when something's next to you. It's not even gunfire. A cement mixer just came through your building, and you're going to stand around like nothing happened? You notice the people who are killing folks. They're standing up on the rails. Yeah. I mean, they're on an elevated location. Minus Eugene, who's frozen like a deer in headlights. So that's the part that kills this stuff. You know what I mean? So then, yeah, like you said, they get over the stairs. They're dropping them like they're hot right there at the base of it. They're getting all clogged up. They're, you know, they're not making it over. That's great and everything. God awful special effects on this gun shooting because it looks like little cap guns on the end of this M16. You know what I mean? It's not even real fire because no. it has a little smoke that's popping going like, up. It was you know? like the little cap guns we played with as kids and everything. I mean, that like, I was, I was like, if you're, if you're going to do this, do it. I mean, when you've you're never been afraid to show like what looked like real gunfire in the past. Yeah, we we saw it back in episode two. Like, yeah, it was I mean, fantastic. like they've never been afraid to show like the true of muzzle flash of what a gun's supposed to look like. So to put that generic, yeah, you know, the cap gun stuff just blew my mind. But here's the other thing too. All right, and this is super hyper detailed, but this just drives me nuts as a guy who likes to shoot guns and, and like that or so on. All right, <laughs> Morgan is using. Basically, a deer hunting rifle that has a sniper ahead. Okay, thirty out six, two seventy one mag, two forty three, whatever you want to call it. Okay, it did not have some ultra zoom scope on it. Okay, no. it had a regular, you know, just run of the run of the mill scope like every other deer hunting rifle. Okay, he's in a building across the way. Good okay? distance. A good distance. When he looks through that scope, he zoom, can see yeah. the only the window he's looking into. You're talking about an optical zoom. I mean, holy smacks. Okay, now I know that's a huge detail, but here's the other problem I've got. He's he's laying down cover fire. Oh yeah. Right. You can clearly see a third of a human in the window. 
And he is missing. Greasem. I mean, like, he should not be missing. No. Unless this is Michonne's gun that she was practicing on out in the field out there where she couldn't hit the side of the barn and so on. The bottom line is, there is no excuse. He has his gun perched. Yep. Okay? He's I mean, a crackpot shot, as we've come to find out. The guy is not afraid to kill folks. He didn't drop a, a soul. soul. I mean, like, it was like, what the? Tara is on the ground with an automatic rifle. She just, steps out, and she's hosing the building down. Just, I, I was like, I was surprised we didn't see heads popping like melons. You know well, hers I mean? made more sense, just shooting the windows that they know they're in. Yeah. I mean, that makes total sense. That's actual cover fire. Like, yeah, just yeah. make people duck so they can't come up so exactly. he can just keep driving. Like, right, she you, should have been shooting, and then Morgan just be waiting for that next head to pop shot up. Perfect drop. Knock them down. Because they, sh- they ought to be aiming down at her more than mm-hmm. him. Not only that, it's not just Morgan shooting. Oh, it's other there snipers. multiple snipers. snipers. Yeah. So you're telling me that there was only three or four people they showed visible in these windows stepping up to fire none, at Daryl? None go down. None got hit. Nobody died. <laughs> I, I you realize nobody died from a gunshot. And the whole point of this is to kill people. Nobody died from a gunshot. You should have had at least one guy like just Fall watch his window. head spray yeah. against the back wall. One fella at least should have died. Or on just camera. see him fall out the window and the walkers eat him on their way in. Something. I was just like, you got to be kidding me. So Daryl puts the concrete center block on there. He jumps out, does his ninja roll. He gets to safety and they run. Okay. Mission accomplished. The walkers are going in there. All hells broke loose. Mm-hmm. Guess what happens? We cu- we we cut away and we're back to the Rick storyline of you know so on. Now of course we talked about Michonne. She yeah. quit and said no and leaves. Went and got a car. Blah blah blah. Whatever. But so now we're back to Rick and Rick's <laughs> of course got Jews. He comes back and he comes around the corner and there's four or five walkers and like a badass should be. Pulls out a little bitty switchblade pocket knife and mo- takes three walkers out like it's nothing. nothing. Because it is nothing at because this point. Because it is nothing. Exactly. But even before this is Eugene's plan with Negan, right? Well, Eugene says, Eugene looks at him and says, I've got this one plan. It's going to cost a ton of ammo. Are you going to be able to replenish that? And he says, yes. Right. This is the and bullet so talk. That's all we hear. Mm-hmm. That's all we get. That's all we get. And then we get nothing. We get nothing. We get to see no actual action of this. I'm guessing the next episode we're going to get a throwback to what happens. You think? I think so. If we don't, I'm going to be pissed. Because <laughs> we got Eugene crying in a chair while just machine gun fire is going. When you, well, I, I pause this scene. Okay, so let me get back to this. Rick kills those three walkers because yeah. they're munching on a guy hanging upside down from a ladder. Of a water tower. Fantastic. Did y'all see that, right? I saw the water This is a huge callback to the comic book. How the F did this happen? Huge callback to the comic. Like, this is like I a feel like you huge told, foreshadowing. You've told us about what happened on this. But how did this happen? Okay. Well, all I can tell you is in the comic book, this is... No, spoiler. you told me this is a character. I know what you're talking about. Okay. We don't even have to go into that. I'm just saying... We see how tall this ladder is. Yes. Right. Okay. Well, the character in the comic book is going down the ladder really, really fast because he's trying to outrun a, a horde of walkers coming that so he can alert on others. The ground. Yeah. And when he does, one foot slips 
and his foot gets caught in the rung and he falls backwards, breaking his ankle. Oh my god. And he's god. dangling there right at head height for walkers to come by and start chewing on him to when they find him, all that's left is like half a torso and his, his uh, spinal cord hanging there. I mean, he's okay. just, just disgusting and so on. And that was a main character. Okay. A big main character who has been in this uh, for the season for several years. That was his demise. So this, this, this nobody sniper Okay, is getting is getting death. this death of a major character that we're we're missing out on. Okay, well, I'm assuming that this major character, there's no way it's the same character. No, no, <laughs> no. Um, so Rick grabs the sniper rifle, goes up the water tower, gets up there, and looks through the scope and sees just enormous piles of walkers everywhere around a rectangle. Correct. What well, looks like a rectangle exploded, almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then there's like perfect. There's a perfect outline line of a rectangle of, of bodies. Of bodies, almost like the trailer that Negan and Gabriel were stuck in blew up, and they were all around it, and they kind of fell out. But that's not all the walkers. <laughs> no, the not whole even compound remotely. was surrounded. Yeah. yeah. So like, for there to be bit of walkers zero inside. activity. In there just was baffling to me. It's terrifying because, like, yeah, we have a few inside, like, a lot made it inside and everything. But, like you said, we're 20 deep. There's not nearly enough yeah, bodies. I, I mean, like, I am so scared right now that we're going to get this next episode and we're going to see the most god awful plan, plan that yeah. was executed to make them be able to escape. What they considered 20 deep wall will end up looking like they killed 100 and escaped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And everyone's like, oh my God, they killed so many. It was valiant. And it's like, no. The only yeah. thing I think I would accept, because the building that they drive the truck into is is a massive downstairs facility. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Big, even with, And then with the stairs too. Is if they have a way into the second building from the first building upstairs where they literally lure all the walkers into the building and then they just come out the other building. You know what I'm saying? Because... Mm-hmm. That's obviously where they're going to start going is into that thing. So if they all come in there, or at least most come in there, and then they can start coming out of the other building, literally hit that dump truck with another truck, turn it sideways where it can't <laughs> block, block it off, blocks off that you know entrance, wherever. Then you just take care of what's left outside. It's almost the only thing I'll accept, other than some dynamite or something like that well, blowing or, these things well, to pieces. The, the deal is, is that he said. It's going to take a crap load of ammo. Yeah. So, obviously, gunfire is a big deal. So, you know, the, the bottom line is the comic book when they're in this situation is is that they get groups, you know, small groups of guys go out in waves and just kill as many as they can when they start to get overran. They come back inside, you know, regroup, go back out and kill a whole bunch more and blah, 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 until the point where they can thin enough enough that they can escape. You just kind of cycle people in. You and cycle out. them out, you know exactly. You which know, you would have kill been, squads, which would have been great. Like each episode, we spend five minutes finding hilarious ways to kill zombies. Well, not only that, like Negan is a big contributor. Like he's one of the first ones to go out, and he's using his bat and just mowing folks down, and it's awesome. You know this this is great opportunity for good you know yeah. good film. You know what I mean? For a lot of the walkers that we've been talking about, it was like, oh, you know, I've got this great idea for a walk. We could have just thrown them here into this pile and been like, cool. Meet the kill squad. 
Yeah, give him a great name. Let Negan make a few jokes. Call basketball plays. There's a lot of things that they could have done with this. I don't know. I, I feel like they have a lot of resources they can use to create a massive amount of Walker death out there. I'm surprised they didn't even just like think to pour some fuel out there and set it on fire or something. You know right. what I mean? Like burn these things up or make them immobile. You know what I'm saying? Where you can get past them. Anything. Yeah. I don't know. I was just like. I mean, you're able to get to the edge of your roof. You know what I mean? As we've seen. With Drop Eugene. bricks on their heads. That's another thing. Drop rocks. That brings up another thing. If Eugene's flyer was able to go right off the roof, are we not to say the sniper couldn't see them up top? At least Dwight. In, in Eugene. Well, did the gunfire not alert the snipers? You'd think. And as soon as they saw Dwight shooting in the direction of Eugene, they would have probably iced him. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, Look, the only thing, they, they needed the governor one-handed shooting because he can kill somebody through fence at 400 yards. He could shoot Axel one-handed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> with a, you know, to the temple. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just there's, 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 there's a lot of holes there. It's, you're really going to have to explain to me how on earth snipers were put in peril, killed all these walkers, and escaped basically what seems to be scot-free. But, I mean, wh- where's Morgan? Where's anybody? Yeah. Like, what happened to the snipers that they were in, had to come out of their perch or whatever the case may be? All we can assume is Daryl said, hey, guys, we won. Let's all go home. Yeah, yeah really. Like, Coffee break. <laughs> I mean, Coffee break. Even if they're, they see people come outside and in groups and start shooting at walkers, they're being still. Grease them yeah. right where they stand shooting. You kill Coo anybody reason. that comes out. Like, Well, you would have to have some kind of diversion. You would have to have people who go out there to kill walkers and become the cannon fodder for the snipers so that other people can step out and, and shoot, shoot sniper. snipers. Yeah, You would have to have your sacrificial lambs. Yeah, it's just, you, you, that's the whole deal. There would have to be something... You know, uh, unless they come up with something creative, and they might surprise me, whatever. But the fact of the matter is, is Rick looks stunned. You know, he's got to have some splaining to do to Judas and so on. And then the preview. Is next week an extended episode? Or is next week is a 90-minute episode. And it has something we'll be talking about all winter. Oh, for the until. Something until. everyone will be talking about, blah, blah, blah. Anytime time you have to advertise that. That, like, that's your only winning model. Like, I mean, the, that shouldn't be an advertisement thing for the show anymore. Like we, we've just, seen everything. That should be what you expect, yeah. not what you have to say. Oh, by the way, don't worry. This episode, we are going to have a stunning <laughs> moment and so on. Now, don't get wrong. It's a cool scene when you see Carl and Michonne and them sitting in Alexandria and you hear the knock at the gate. You know what yes. I mean? And you hear Negan going, you got three minutes, you know, or we're coming in and I'm just going to kill Rick really ugly, you know, and anybody else who doesn't have a good story, you're going to die too. And, you know, I mean, like it's got some good setup, you know, but then it's also got trees down and Carol in peril and Maggie and, and you know, Jesus rolling up like, huh, what's going on here? You know, and everybody's just oblivious. Well, I guess the, you know, Walker... Walker Mail didn't you know pick up this week or, but uh, but I'm still I'm gonna be super pissed that it doesn't matter what's happening the saviors if they're getting out of the building they're still fleeing from the building yeah where are they going with all these numbers to 
create this big elaborate plan that looks like it's about to unfold in the next episode. If people are like purposely knocking down trees to block streets, doing this or that that requires some organization, heavy organization and planning, because you already have a slight revolt going on inside your walls. Yes. Right. Well, more than slight. You know, so I'm like, if that's the case, if it literally comes to that, where all of a sudden there's just this masterful plan unfolding in a split second reaction by Negan. Yes. I'll be super pissed. Not only that, I mean, legitimately, how many soldiers does Negan have at this compound? Because we've killed the like satellites. 12, yeah, so if they're going to say that another satellite shows up that has 150 men, I'm calling total BS. No, they've killed all the satellites as far as I'm concerned. I, I will be generous and give them 50 fighting people. I think in the way generous. And I think that's being way generous. I but think that's extremely generous. I'm just giving him that just because, you know, when you see people on the ladder, on, yeah. on the stairs and downstairs holding guns and stuff, you see at least 20, yeah. I'd say. And you would hope you have at least like 50 at your main compound and everything. Right. And we know we have people that are up there in the sniper things, yeah. you know what I mean, not getting killed. You know, there's people around the building. So, I'm, I'm like I said, super generous, 50 people. But I mean, I guess back to where they're heading, you got to be heading to wherever Eugene can make bullets. That's the only logical place, right? I yeah, don't know. and that's not... But that's what I'm saying, though. Judging by the preview, our people are in peril. Meaning somehow. that Negan yeah. is executing a plan. Meaning right. that Negan is in the lead, somehow winning this war again. Well, yeah. not even saying that. I'm just saying that we, he made it quite clear that he doesn't have the bullets after this crap happens. So he can't be amounting a force against Rick. You know what I'm saying? If he has a secondary location he wants to regroup and then create a plan, that makes total sense. But did well, you, you that remember, we talked about the preview cast at the beginning of this season. We talked about how the war goes. Yes. I know. And you remember, and you like they had to change tactics because weapons became... Ammo became scarce in it. Yeah, ammo became scarce. And that was another really cool element to how the war goes. I'm going to tell you what I'm scared of. Eight more episodes of this. I mean, they could. That, you see how they can drag it out in a heartbeat. That's what makes me nervous. And you know we're going to have to have, what, two, three episodes just on Rick and Daryl fighting? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that might be entertaining at this point. I but mean, I'm just saying. Not like, unless there's a shower incorporated. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to see them in the shower together. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's what they're going to drag out. They're going to drag out the feuds. And now we're going to get split up again, too. You can see it's going to be Maggie, Maggie and Jesus and, you know, that group. And then we're going to have Rick's group. or the kingdom again because we didn't even see them, really. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone's seen them. They're all dead. Yeah, I know, but there's it's still a, a I mean, fortification. They're still, yeah, there's still people all right. there. But. All right, so... Let's make the prediction. What is the moment or moments that we'll be talking about forever? To me, I think we're going to see the largest casualty episode in history. I think it's the only way you can top this is by saying three, four people die. I, I think we get a scene that we talked about in the preview pod. And I don't really want to say it. Yeah, that's not because like I don't want to spoil anything. But if that is the scene that we get, then I do think we will be talking. I about think it's it too early for that one. Well, where do you think Negan's headed? To me, well, if we follow a preview, he's you know he's all about surprise. Mm-hmm. 
you know, showing up randomly and so on. And the way they show this preview is, is like all and Carl's like, we've just got to find a way to sort of survive tonight. Yeah. All we got to do is find a way to sort of, that's that key statement he says. So to me, I think that people are not communicated what's going on. And all of a sudden here, Negan, everybody there is going to everybody, but Michonne, maybe Rosita is going to know is going to be like, I guess the plan is not what we thought. Oh, he's here. We're mm-hmm. about to die or whatever like that. And people have to make choices. Mass chaos happens, whatever. That's why I really, really feel like, you know, we're low in ammo. I'm thinking the next category of weapons is involved and I'm not, you know, and you're going to see major yes. mass casualties. And even if we do get that episode, it will be great and fantastic, but it doesn't make up for like the three things that they did. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I feel like we're going to have, I'm willing to say we have at least three or four named fluff characters. Like I could totally see Tobin just gone, you know, a couple other people gone and then give me three of your other ones. You know what I mean? Like totally see Terra toast. Could totally see, Gabriel probably. Yeah, Gabriel will probably be in the mix somehow. I mean, there, there's no situation. Do you situation. just leave Gabriel? Or? Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, is he dead in the compound? I mean, I mean, is a doctor with him? I mean, they leave him behind? Or, Does you know, he I mean, turn? Like, yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> leave him behind so Rick can find him. Right. So, I mean, like, um, you know, I mean, like, I think they're going to have multiple, multiple people that we know, not necessarily huge characters, because God forbid we kill a huge character. Yeah, because there's a huge influx on the internet saying that Carl's dying. No way. No. Negative. Yeah, no way. Well, you know, he did this whole haircut thing. Yeah. And made everybody all freak out, you know. They let him chop a little bit off for a movie he's making. I mean, give me a break. Kids not going anywhere. You know what I mean? No. He <laughs> looked like that greasy little Carl. No problem with this simple haircut. It'd be fine. Yeah. <sighs> so what do you think, bro? What's the, what's the moment's going to happen? <sighs> Man... Honestly, if there's a big moment, that would mean that Negan has somehow infiltrated any of these, you know, fort structures, any of these, kind of. you know, forts and stuff, and I'll be pissed. He just should not have the means at this point. They are fleeing. Like it's not smart to just immediately retaliate. In my eyes, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah. The thing is, too. As you said, you're not just fleeing. Does Does he know all the satellites are gone? I think so because. Well, I mean, no, Rick, Rick came up there and threw some photos out to somebody. And that was the garbage pail people. Garbage pail people. You're right. So, yeah, Negan. So, so if, if you're Negan, really, you should be going to the satellite array building or something. You know what I mean? Regroup there. I, I just don't see how you turn around immediately and become the offensive. Become the offensive. When you are, your numbers are down, your people are hungry, you know, there's They're a civil revolting. war. You know what I mean? Yeah, like You got to go I, regroup. Low on ammo, low on weapons, low on everything. I don't know. I'll, I'll be a little pissed if they're just like automatically on the on the offensive. I think you're going to be a lot of pissed. But since I'm more than likely going to be pissed, um, I think you're right. I think we'll get a couple big deaths, and I think we'll get a couple of the bad guy deaths too. There's like, what, six lieutenants? We don't need all them. No. no. You know, there's the kind of reddish blonde-haired guy. The yeah. short-haired, kind of dykier girl. 
the face tattoo or is it a shoulder tattoo? Uh, neck tattoo. Neck tat. Uh, that's with yeah. named everybody there's, part. Yeah, there's one with a neck tat and there's one with like the the, Crop know, the top. top you yeah. Know. All right. Let's put it this way. Let's go down your your main characters alive and well after next episode. Okay, Rick. We safe. all say yes. Yeah. He's safe. Carl safe. Michonne, Michonne safe. Daryl safe. Guarantee. Carol safe. Safe. Okay. Uh, Tara. Possibly. I, I I could see her getting killed. I can totally see her die. I mean, she's gotten to me like her, she's ran her course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jerry. Um. See, I don't see the kingdom being involved in this. Yeah, almost. I don't see the kingdom. Okay. That's that's the other part of this. I don't see him being involved. Well, I mean, I figured if Carol's right. in danger, then yeah. So then you got Rosita, safe. <laughs> and you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like, like it, it doesn't make sense right now for them to die. No, because unfortunately, like, trust me, unfortunately, and especially they're not just fleeing from the compound. Like, like as you said, they're fleeing into snipers, into like a. Trap that into was set. unknown. Right, I got one for you, Morgan. Since he's making a transition, um, yeah, whatever. I mean, Take you, him. I've had enough of his crap at this point. I was. Like, I don't really see how he dies, but if you can figure I'll out a way that makes sense, it'll be terrible if they announce he's the crossover character and then kill him off. Like Oof, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because like he's like I, I hated to say goodbye to my people. Because he said that on television, like on the show, he's like, I hate to leave such a great crew, but I'm excited about where I'm going. To me, yeah. that's like, pretty much, I'm not coming back to The Walking Dead. Yeah, you know? I don't know, man. It's all. See, I just don't think there's anybody like Jesus, Maggie. Got to keep them all alive. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I can see people like, uh, what's the governor of Hilltop? What's his name? Oh, oh uh, Gregory. 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 You know, people like that. I could see going. Redneck. But see, but see that, that's the whole deal is that you, if you follow the comic book, you would hate to miss out something he's a part of. If they know, remix it. That's but, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they just, they have pigeonholed themselves. There's nobody, like, if they really kill a main character, I will truly be shocked. And I will happily be shocked. You know? I think somebody has to die because of what Daryl and Tara have done. Yes. There Tara has to be consequences. Tara is this. your most obvious... I think of all. No, of I'm, I'm saying careers. even a guilt death, where yeah. it's Tara and Daryl's fault that yeah. somebody else dies. Like, right. There has to be consequences again. Like it, if it involves Negan, there has to be consequences for action. Based on what we saw at the compound, that truck had no effect on whatever plan they did to get him out of there. No, based on what I saw, because the truck wasn't moved, nothing changed. This and so on. Doesn't matter. It, it, things wouldn't have happened unless that truck was driven into it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's still their fault. Yeah. All they had to do was listen and wait. I don't know. I don't know either. Call it. Call it, uh, guys. Uh, golly. I, you know. I, mm. Anyway, you guys you can always check us on um, Bleed TV Podcast. We ha- we're on Hotbeam. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. So if y'all have got a prediction of what y'all think is going to happen next week, I'd love to hear it. Because I'm really honest with you. I really am clueless to what they think they might do. Do you, who's y'all think is going to be the person who possibly dies? To me, if they don't have somebody die next episode, what were we doing? You um, know? Like, we, there'll be talks if we don't yeah. have any deaths next and week. So on. Um, 
And guys, do y'all agree? Do y'all think this this season has just torpedoed? Are we I mean, being like, too harsh on it? Like, I mean, like, no you know, way. we've got a lot of feedback telling people like they just like this is just complete garbage. Da, 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 da. And a lot of the social groups we're a part of, man, they've just been dogging this and deal. You know what I mean? Um, I've seen a lot on Twitter. People are leaving the show. Yeah, like they're it. just done. I mean, like I work with four coworkers who are diehards. Two of them don't even watch anymore. Yeah, my brother's a season and a half behind, and I'm like. Come on, help might wanna, might want to cut it down. Yeah. So, I mean, we're hoping for the best, you know. We'll see what happens. But other than that, guys, we're going to call it tonight. This is Blee TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. See you all next week.